Hi everybody, this is Maureen. Um, I just wanted to give a pre-episode little kind of like pre-epilogue. Is that a thing? Well, it is now. Um, since we've recorded this, um, we have actually fully lost our Instagram account. Um, we were formally at Fat Outta Hell Pod, and now we are just at Fat Outta Hell on Instagram. Um, so if you have not yet followed our brand new account, do that now, uh, cause we're still doing the same old fun stuff there, announcing new podcast episodes, featuring our favorite fatties. You get it. So go ahead to fat out of hell on Instagram. On the other thing, I talk about how I was waiting for results from a biopsy that in kind of like related to my, um, PCOS journey. Um, I got those results and they were inconclusive. So they decided to, um, get a more detailed biopsy through, um, surgery. Um, I had that surgery yesterday and I'm recovering just fine. Um, thank you to everyone who has reached out and it's really meant a lot to me. And yeah, so I just wanted to give that little bit of a prologue. That's what it is, a prologue before going into this episode. So enjoy. What up, podcast babies? I'm Jesse Oliver. I'm Maureen Smith. And I'm Makita Loney, and we're Fat Out of Hell, a bi-weekly podcast where we burn down fat stigma through conversations about our experiences as bad, rad fatties. So take out your extenders and buckle up, because it's time to go! What up, podcast babies? This is Jesse Oliver, and we are here with another episode of Fat Outta Hell. And we're gonna be discussing uh, just some life stuff. Basically, you're getting a life update episode. Uh, and maybe uh, we'll discuss some Instagram fuckery that we are currently dealing with. <laughs> um, I feel like I, we were talking about, we should talk about this and I was like, yes, but also we've already discussed Instagram on uh, Karina's episode. And then I was like, but this is a whole different issue that is not unique to fatness, but like, you know, as we know, fat people getting, you know, answered or treated well in general is always an issue. So... Uh, yeah, so buckle up, babies. We're here. We're <laughs> locked out of our account. And we're oh, God, not Jesus about it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> we, uh, what, what, what you haven't seen is the last, I don't know, two and a half hours? Is that what it's been? Two and a half hours? Just about, think, yeah. yeah. Just about two and a half hours, yeah. Of us, uh, instead of recording this podcast... Uh, trying to figure out with whom at Instagram we should be talking to. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's it's been so it, it's been so infuriating. So, I mean, let's let's give before we before we kind of like dive into our personal like kind of life updates. What I think we should do is talk about how we like the the us getting locked out of our account saga yes first mm-hmm. so uh a few days ago i, I wish bah, 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 
was playing. Um, um, so a few days ago, I woke up and I usually am the one who manages the Instagram stories. And I opened my phone and I was gonna like, you know, add some stuff to our stories. And I was like, that's weird. Um, if I had a hell isn't an option. So I was like, oh, that's fine. Maybe, maybe my phone was having its own 2020. And so I like <laughs> go to sign into our account and I can't. And I'm like, that's weird. And then I looked at the phone number and was like, that's a phone number I don't recognize. That's not my phone number. Uh, maybe when we changed everything over from Fat Chat to Fat Out of Hell, someone put in a different number. And I just mm -hmm. basically sent an email out to uh, the, the rest of us and said, hey, I can't get into our account. And then no one could get into our account. And then we were like, oh, well, okay, we're going to record an, some episodes on Sunday. Let's try and figure it out Sunday thinking it was just like a weird glitch. Well, because what we tried to do, the the main thing is was we were like, well, clearly like we're just having, we're just having a, a, a moment where we're, where we're misremembering our password. So let's mm -hmm. just reset our password. We'll do forget your password. Our email will get the recovery link and we'll be good to go. And the email, but, when it comes up, just had F and then like FAT and POD. So like none of us stopped to think about it. We thought we were sending it correctly. Uh, and then, but we never got an email. So, yep. Dun dun. Foreshadow. <laughs> so we never got an email. And then, you know, today we started to like deep dive and we realized that the phone number I had seen that I was like, I don't know whose phone number this is, was actually an Iraqi phone number. Yeah. So like when we, uh, <laughs> so when we went on a Facebook, we realized that the number there had like an international code at the front of what looked like to be like a typical like Chicagoland area phone number. And yeah, I was like, it, wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was, it, cause like three numbers in, all of a sudden it turned into a 773 number. Yeah. But then there were three random numbers in front of it. And so we Googled it and it was like, hey, this is the Iraq um, international code for phone numbers. And we're just like, okay. So, so our um, delayed Spidey sense went off. And then, <laughs> and then we. We're like, well, our email should be right. And then we realized that our email in the account has been changed to something that is close to what our email is. Literally one letter off. One letter off. So we are, so here we are realizing, <laughs> oh, so we've been hacked. <laughs> we've like been at first, I, like at first I thought it was like, oh shit, maybe one of us made a typo when we were like updating our account. And so when we went to go look up to see if that Gmail was taken, for some reason, that Gmail was already taken by one letter off. That was done on purpose. That is done on purpose. So then we were like, well, clearly we've been hacked. Uh, how, do we, how do we report this? So we look up the policies on Instagram and now, okay, so we report, we report it, except the problem is there is not an option for 
this is my actual account and someone has hacked into my account and changed mm -hmm. my recovery emails and my recovery phone number. So you can report someone is impersonating you, but that is for someone like what happens to unskinny Shiro, where the other day I got messages from someone who was unskinny hero, right? Oh, so it's a whole God. separate account imitating them. So now we are in this loop of we don't know who to talk to. We don't know how to find someone to talk to, but our account is still up, but it, we cannot access it. We cannot get into it and we don't know how to recover it. So whenever we post this, if you know, and we still are out of our account, you know, help. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a shout. Please, and don't be one of those weird hackers on Twitter um, that were like, oh, my oh. God. <laughs> that were just like, oh, I'm a, I'm a hacker. I know how to help you. And it's like, okay. I'm a hacker for hire, friendly and reliable. <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely no, not. I think I'm good on that, but oh. thank you, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh I've already Talk had my racing. one of my credit cards stolen this week. Like my, or Jesus. like you know, someone tried to purchase four thousand dollars worth of stuff at a Home Depot in New Jersey, and I was like, ha, 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 "Do you think I have four thousand dollars open on that card? Who's the fool now?" <laughs> right, L O fucking L. <laughs> so okay. you know, I was like, "Yep, yep, 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 yep. Uh, cool. This is how this week is gonna go. Got it." <laughs> God, that reminds me of a. Sorry, like every time now, I feel like I have a TikTok for everything. But there's this like one where this kid was signing up for life ins or health insurance, and they were like, "Oh, by the way, you're not eligible because this person's like legally dead." <laughs> was like um excuse me and he made a follow-up tiktok where he was like listen i've got nothing to live for i've got so much nothing that the person that tried to steal my identity killed me so i'm just gonna keep living my life i was like oh my god what is wrong with people oh my god and i think to myself <laughs> oh that's brutal so, that is brutal so here we are hours into us meeting and uh, I don't want to say we have nothing to show for it. But <laughs> well, luckily, so um, luckily, so in terms of like Instagram labor, like we pretty much share the load. Like Jesse's in charge of stories. Kita mm -hmm. has made most of our templates for our posts, and I implement those posts. And for the implementation of those posts. Um, I use this surface called Buffer, and I was like, oh, well, maybe I'm still able to post from Buffer, and I am. So, um, although we have no way of interacting with you on Instagram for the time <laughs> being, um, we are able to post things, and uh, as we're sitting here, um, you might remember that a couple of weeks ago on a Sunday that we posted a, 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 an image that said, we've been hacked. Um, yeah. And I noticed... That from my own personal Instagram, it seems as though a lot of, of you liked it. So, <laughs> so you know. <laughs> yes. So, so, so you know what's going on. You're going to be like, this is what's happening. 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 This is what's
deja vu. I remember this moment from two weeks ago on their Instagram. <laughs> right. So for those of you who like that, you know what's going on. And hey, maybe the maybe the situation has been rectified. But I think that the larger issue is that Instagram as a company is just broken. A I think bit. the larger issue is customer service as a platform is broken. Especially mm. for all these companies that have moved towards like you can only like there's no phone number to call, there's no person to get a hold of, and they put you in these loops of questions that may or may not be applicable to the problem you have. And mm-hmm. then you're like, I can't get any help. I mean it's infuriating. A lot of apps have that problem. Like if you're like hiring someone from Handy or like, you know, like all those apps, there's no person to call. You always end up having to just like report things into the ether of email systems and hope that someone gets back to you. But also there's no, like there's no guarantee that it will be in a timely manner. Like, if there's a problem happening now. Yeah. No, it's infuriating. It is entirely infuriating. (laughs) Entirely infuriating. Um, (laughs) It's it's the (laughs) bop of autumn. Um, Yes, so there's that. So uh, that's Instagram thing number one. Instagram thing number two. Um... Yeah, recently a bunch of fat influencers did this, spearheaded this like super cool campaign um, that Keto was like fit, was like peripherally involved with. It mm-hmm. was super cool. Um, and Keto, would you mind talking a little bit about it? Because you, I've only seen, I've only seen like the results of it. I have no idea what went into it. Yeah. So. Um... Hold on, let me get my handles and stuff right so I can give the proper credit. Gotta um, give proper credit. You gotta give proper credit. But it was really an honor to be like reached out to and be like, hey, you know, um, we want you to be a part of this thing. You know, we're banding a bunch of um, people together. Um, so Kayla Logan blog, that's um, her handle. Um, and a couple people like really gathered around each other and got this big group. Um, of people to do a post about why does Instagram censor my body but not thin bodies? Because lately, you know, I mean, as I feel like from like the beginning of Instagram, um, there's just been like a lot of censorship issues, especially when it comes to bigger bodies, um, especially with the like ratio where it's like, oh, we measure like skin to fabric. But of course, like bigger people are going to show more skin if we're in like bathing suits or like, you know, lingerie. So of course that's going to get like, according to their ratio, like flagged more for some stupid reason, Um, which I think is just, which is not even I think, I know is just straight up bias built into the system itself because that shouldn't exist. Um, So essentially, everybody got together and posted either like a picture of themselves in lingerie or like a fully nude photo but like you know tastefully covered up so like you don't get flagged and there was like it was like a really beautiful like coming together of people and i got to meet a lot of other um influencers on the platform this way who are all like really lovely um and they all have such empowering stories and they all put the why does ig center my body but not thin body search bar 
on the photos to you know raise awareness um, for other people that have no idea this is a thing that's happening. Um, which I feel like if you follow fat people or like enough fat influencers, you would know that this is more common than not. So the fact that I've like told people about this and they're like, oh, that's a thing that happens. I'm like, yes. Like, how do you not like see people post all the time that Instagram takes down like even the most innocent of photos? Like, I feel like even fat women like workout gear have been taken down for some reason sometimes. And so... Another interesting thing that I've been seeing, you know, as this has gone out, is that somebody posted was like, you know, I've realized that a lot of the black and um, people of color that have posted their photos, a lot of theirs are getting flagged a lot, a lot more than the um, lighter skinned and white people that have taken part in this, um, like, Instagram campaign. So not only are you censoring the fat bodies but you're also censoring like the fat black bodies and it's just like okay then just throw the racism on there too I guess like fucking great that makes me feel really comfortable that makes people feel really comfortable it's a trifle of oppression literally <laughs> literally a trifle literally um, it's I, I really don't understand how people still don't understand like comprehend that this is happening because to know that person and to have seen that post means mm-hmm. that you probably have followed them in some capacity mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there's not one fat person I know who is somewhere in the influencer sphere who hasn't mm-hmm. dealt with this right. or hasn't dealt with shadow banning or hasn't you know there's like there's just First of all, who are these motherfuckers reporting shit? Like, how much Seriously. time must you have on your hands to and, to take that much time? And how much, like, a question I think is always important to ask is, who does this benefit? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, if something is happening, who does it actually benefit? Mm-hmm. And one of the things you keep coming back to is, for me, is that I keep looking at things where I'm like, okay, well, science is telling us, like, you know, uh, weight actually has nothing to do with uh, coronavirus. Science is telling us, actually, that uh, uh, systems of restrictive eating are never going to be beneficial. Science is telling us, right, like, we keep getting all this science, and Mm -hmm. it all points to people who work in diet culture or diet industry, they're the only ones that benefit from this mythology that big bodies are bad bodies. Right. Right? Like, right. That, that's, no one else is benefiting from that. Mm-hmm. No one, truly. Even people who might not realize that, that yet, no one else is actively benefiting. Right. Because the world is a trash fire. Trash fire. Um, yeah, no, I don't, like, uh, you know, this is, a, we'll, we'll be honest, this is being recorded the week of the uh, first debate and uh, the week in which Trump was diagnosed with coronavirus. And it's just been a hard, weird work week to be a fat person. Yeah. Like, on a, like, it, 
And honestly, and maybe this is just me being naive, the difficulty of the week as a fat person was unexpected to me. <laughs> I I didn't no, I didn't anti- I didn't anticipate the hardship that I would that I would uh, that I would have to undertake um, because Trump got coronavirus. <laughs> like the t- the two oh, things. There was just no in my mind. There was no correlation of my suffering and Trump having coronavirus. And yes, sure. God damn it! Here we are. I, you know, I think I if it had been if it had been three months ago, I would have expected what we've fully gotten this week. But the fact mm-hmm. that so much data has come out that's been published that shows that weight and coronavirus actually don't really have a correlation. Right. And yet we're still hearing this shit all over the news. Like, you can't go on to Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or turn on the news without hearing uh, the O word and without hearing people make fun of Donald Trump for his body or blame him getting it on his body. I'm like, you know what I think is a real big indicator of someone getting coronavirus? I don't know. Not believing in science. I don't know. Right. Not wearing a mask. Maybe not. Maybe don't just blame fatness. Like, I don't know. I'm right. Just, it, of all the things to blame about how he contracted and created a super spreader event, his weight is God. like so... Literally, probably the bottom of the to- the totem pole on yes. that one. Like, yes, and yeah. yet it's the thing you hear reiterated over and over, and it is exhausting. Because it's, it's like, exhausting. like I mean, like we were saying earlier, like if Jillian Michaels can fucking get COVID, and like, then turn around, Jillian Michaels fucking gets COVID, and then yeah. turns around and basically tries to market more weight loss solutions because she's like, it's gonna be worse if you're fat. And you know, you're like, is you it though? Motherfucker. It, I, you know, I think of like war profiteers. That's like essentially tantamount to war profiteering. Like, yeah. like I'm going to profit off of like targeting something that could be deadly and making you feel like you deserve it. And then I make money off of it. Like, yeah. That is some grade A fried bullshit. And like, yes. I, well, I mean, everything that a troll does is grade A fried bullshit. Like, I just don't even, like, she is a troll. There, like, yeah. she is the personification of an internet troll in human form. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. She, ugh, she's the worst, but um, yeah, it's been a week, and so it's been a week. You know, I don't know. It's been it's been a week. Well, it's been like a stretch of time, like for <laughs> like I think for all three of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so, um, the episode that we posted last two uh the so as you're listening to this it's like toward the end of october and so the two episodes ago was the first episode that we had posted in a while because we took a break because our lives were so hectic um Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
<laughs> like Jesse just Jesse moved three times in a month. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then had my identity stolen. As the this is not. I don't believe these are related. Uh, as in as much as I do not think these movers stole my identity, but as. I was like literally waving goodbye to the movers. I got uh, a call from my bait talking about all the fraudulent activity that occurred on my card and that they thought my identity had been stolen and they were correct. So it was like, like, I moved three times. I've had my uh, identity stolen and, uh, and now I'm like sitting, like I now have all my stuff. But it's like all of my stuff is here. And now it's like, you know, unpacking. Imagine having not seen your life for two months ish and then being like, oh, now I gotta unpack it. Yeah. God. <laughs> I'm like, Ugh. you know, it's just been, it's been a lot. Although I am feeling very grateful for, I just realized, well, before, I mean, uh, let's rewind. So uh, when my lease was about to be up, I really didn't know if I had a contract for the year or not for my voice teaching job, um, mm-hmm. just because everything has been so chaotic and contracts hadn't gone out. And I was like, well, even if I get a contract, I'm not teaching in person yet because, you know, there's not one measurable thing we've met that would lead me to feeling safe to teach a voice lesson anywhere but like a tent with 30 feet of space. Right. It would just be like me screaming at someone, can you drop your jar? <laughs> I mean, would it be entertaining? Absolutely. Would it be practical? No. Um, so, so I was like, okay, my lease is up. I don't know how to commit to a new lease because I'm not sure where my money's coming from because I don't have a contract and I do have my private students, but like, I, I, like, even adding that up, I would have been able to pay a lease, but it was like, how do, what do I commit to? Right. I also, mm-hmm. like, was, knew full well we're going to go into the winter, and my Ehlers Danlos is worse in winter, right? Because mm-hmm. everything locks up, and mm-hmm. my poor little joints just basically, you know, need WD-40. Um, and then, I wish that worked. I wish I was the Tin Man. Um, <laughs> uh, um, and then, you know, I, so it was like, okay, what are my options? And one of my options, because I knew even if the contract came through, I would be having to work remotely, is I decided to come down and stay with my mom, who lives in Little Rock, because mm-hmm. um, this, the winter is just going to be much more mild. Like, everything about this will be better for my physical body. And, mm-hmm. like, having outdoor space. Like, this house has a front porch that wraps around a screened-in porch and a backyard. Nice. Yeah. So, like, there's never a time I can't be somewhat outdoors. Right. Um, and uh, so here we are. I live in Arkansas. Those are words yeah. I... Never thought I'd say. Definitely <laughs> in January didn't think I'd say. And here we are. Right. Oh, my God. It's That's also wild. weird to move to a place where you literally know no one but, like, the two people you live with. Like, yeah. I know my mother. I know her husband. And they're in, 
is the end of the people I know in Arkansas. Well, in Little Rock, right? Like, I know my grandparents in Hot Springs, but they're not allowed to leave their room at their retirement home. So oh God, that's how I felt. You know, that's it. That's the, the totality of people I know. But, like, also, we're not seeing people normally in general. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Right. So, that's a com- that was a conversation I was having recently where it's, like, kind of the reprioritization of rekindling friendships with people who don't live in the same place as you. Because, like, it used to be that relationships with people that you could that you had the option of easily seeing in person felt more fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because you could like just touch hang out them. whenever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now that my connection with my friend who lives down the street from me and my connection with someone who lives in Baltimore are the same. the same level of interaction. Yeah. Might as well talk to the person in Baltimore cuz it's exactly right. the same. Right. <laughs> And my best friend, who is in Chicago and literally lived a half a block away from me, we were basically primarily communicating through FaceTime and shouting out my window, right? Like, so it wasn't, and then maybe going and doing, like, little park hangs, but it's not like, I don't know, the world's weird, right? Like, I would have been so sad to leave Chicago under normal circumstances. Oh yeah, and yeah, definitely. Like, I I need a place in winter where I'm not going to be in pain and not allowed to move and like not having no freedom to really like you know we all know a second wave is still coming. God, <gasps> a second wave is still coming. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was just like, well, <sighs> because you know Ehlers Danlos puts me high risk and like. I just have to be mindful and careful. I'm like, I just realized for my well-being, totalistically, this was a better option. Right? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Well, and also, like, wow, like, how nice is it that you have one less bill to worry about? I mean, I am paying rent of some oh, sort. Okay. So oh. like, you well, know. never mind. But, but, yes. <laughs> yes, I It's not... It's not as much as what my Chicago apartment was, right? But I'll tell you, insurance here, car insurance here, literally twice as much as what Chicago car insurance is. No, really? That makes sense, yeah. No, I was like, like, they kept quoting me numbers. I was like, I'm sorry, what world are we living in? This is literally twice the amount of money I paid in Chicago for my car insurance. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. Well, because, like, you drive a lot more in in an area like that, right? Like, that's kind of how my – I don't drive. Let me just preface this right now. I do not drive. I know nothing about car. I know how push car (laughs) – I know, I know nothing about car. Cargo room room had permits expired. I mean, oh that's it. I think that's like truly the mark of a city kid because I didn't learn how to drive until I was 26. And literally, I got my first contract out in Colorado, right? And I came back uh-huh. to Chicago. I'd been singing in Colorado for this thing. So I guess not my, it, I got my second contract in Colorado. But the first one was like a three-week contract. And I went out and I sang this thing and then they offered me a longer, like, you have to kind of move here contract. Oof. And I came back to Chicago, 
learned how to drive, got a car, packed up an apartment, and moved across country in three weeks. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit. So I didn't learn how to drive until I was 36. This is a city kit, right? Like, I was just like, train go, yeah. ding, ding, this is Polina. Right. <laughs> Me have card, I swipe, I go where I need to go. Exactly. Uh, no gas. <laughs> so. And Maureen's just like, ugh. Oh no, I... Um, I had my driver's license three months after I turned 16 because otherwise I was stranded in a suburban island. Yeah. Like I just like, I needed a, not that I had my own, I didn't have my own car until I was 21. Cause after my dad died, my mom then started driving my dad's car and then she was like i guess you can have my piece of shit and so i just like <laughs> so yeah, i was I like really, for some reason i thought you were gonna say i guess you could have my pt cruiser oh no, like, no 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 oh, no it was like it was I like a 2000 of you and a pt cruiser all happened <laughs> in like a fractionary moment i was like i'm, I'm waiting for it i'm waiting for it no, <laughs> no 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 it was a 2004 honda crv which okay. was great for um, being a performing artist and like needing to schlep shit all over the place. Terrible for gas mileage, terrible for city parking. Um, and then I drove that car until six months before it completely collapsed into the ground. Whoa. It's like a, a dying um, star. Yeah, exactly. It's just absolutely, just absolutely ate shit. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, uh, high car insurance blows. High car yeah. insurance blows. I also, like, hilariously, I think I've used the car... The only time I've used the cart is really to, like, drive and do pickup orders at Target. Like, I bought more right. organizational shit. Gotta go to Target. <laughs> and I will tell you, I... The one thing I do not understand... Actually, Little Rock, people are pretty good about wearing their mask. But, like, no one puts it over their nose. Oh, my God. Uh. Like, there's... And, I mean, like, I know this was a problem in Chicago, so I don't want to say, like, it wasn't also a problem in Chicago. Oh, yeah. But, I yeah. mean, like, no one. And I... Literally, the the kid who brought my Target order out was, like, tapping on my window, and I kept pointing, like, put your your mask over your nose. And I was like, I don't care if you are literally Hades coming to pull me into the underworld. I'm going to tell you, you cannot do that until you put your mask on. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know why it's so hard. It's just like, it's not even a whole inch. Also, just like, your nose is connected to your lungs, y'all. I don't know. Oh, no. like, right. The nose is connected to the lungs. The mouth yeah. is also connected to the lungs. <laughs> like, uh, this isn't that hard. Put the, put the mask over your nose. Right. <laughs> like, are you aware that you can breathe out of both your nose and mouth? Right. There's that a reason for that. Both need to be covered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, we, oh, well, 
What? What? No. Go, go ahead. No, I was no, I was gonna start talking about myself because I have a, like a primal need to always talk about myself. Yeah. But if you're not, if you're not finished, oh then. no, I want to encourage your primal need. Very areas of you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh it's also my Leo rising. Um, for those of you who are listening to the podcast and wondering what our what our big threes are, I have a Leo rising, um, and so does Kita. Actually. I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I truly always forget what I am, and I think Maureen. Every time you pull it up, you're like, oh yeah, that's right, that's absolutely you. And I'm always like, I great. Think, don't you have like a Virgo moon and like a Gemini rising? Yes. So Aries sun, Virgo moon. I think that is correct. And then a Gemini rising. Yeah. Either that or it's flipped, but I know it's Aries and Gemini. Or no, no. I know it's, I know it's Aries, Gemini, and Virgo. I think it's Virgo moon, Gemini rising. It's whatever the one it was like, everyone thinks you're very put together. And I laughed. I go, I think everyone thinks that. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Well, then maybe it's a Gemini moon and because if, because like your rising is like your first impression. I'm pretty sure so like if it's you're a Virgo a fr- rising. Okay, then yeah. So Virgo yeah. rising, Gemini moon. Yeah. Um, so my, yeah, my big three, I'm an Aries sun, a Leo rising and a Libra moon. And then Kita. Mm-hmm. Do you want to share yours? Because I know Lib- yours. Yeah, I'm a Libra Sun, Capricorn Moon, Leo Rising. Yeah. So what does for that those of- mean? Does that is there? God. So I'm just when it comes to like professional and work things, I'm like very in it. I mean, yes, um, that's, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Like just like. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it very much makes sense for me. I feel like my Leo rising can be explained through my Instagram. Yeah. Um, and the way that I interact with people on Instagram and share myself on Instagram. And um, I feel like my Libra is just me caring too much about everything all the time and not being able to make a fucking decision ever. Um, and then when I do, I feel bad because I feel like if there's multiple people involved and somebody probably got shorted and I want to figure out how I can make it up to them. But I always can't because a scale can't always be perfect. That's right. true. So, All right. I have there confirmed. I am sun and Aries, moon and Gemini, and my Virgo, Virgo's rising. Yeah. There we go. No, my, um, yeah. So my Leo rising is, um, the fact that I currently host or am heavily featured on five podcasts. <laughs> Holy five. shit, when you say it like that, I didn't realize that it was that much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing. My Capricorns, how many fucking projects I have going at once. Wow. I can never just chill. Well, and when I think Capricorn, I think dad vibes. (laughs) (laughs) It me, Daddy Keaton. I'm going to pull uh, a term from our last episode on Flanjo. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I will put on my Mumford and Sons record right now. I mean, I'm ready. Do you see these baby pumpkins that I put up today? Yes. Oh, they're so cute. I love an eternal good. 
Um, I really do think Planto might be one of the funniest things I've said in a long time. I still think about it. I still think that tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Oh my, oh my god. god, I forgot I have to, I have to draw that Planto for you. Oh man. Oh, oh, well, so I wanted to give, not to like immediately take a right turn into bummer territory, but I will. Um, (laughs) um, I have a PCOS update. Ooh, okay. Um, So I had an endometrial biopsy on Wednesday, (laughs) um, which basically they, the, my gynecologist who like, I confirmed is just like the loveliest human ever. I like just from picking a random provider off of a website have met just an angel on earth. I don't know how that happened. Um, But she basically, uh, I mean, like, are y'all cool with me getting real clinical about, about what happened? (laughs) Who are you talking to? Yeah. All right. Let's go. They took a catheter and put it into my uterus and then put like a swizzle stick through the catheter. Uh, I just wish people could see your hand motions right now. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of like upward thrusting. thrusting and (laughs) there's a lot of like, it looks like you're lassoing your own uterus essentially. (laughs) Except I'm not demonstrating it at uterus level. I'm demonstrating it at camera level. (laughs) So, so catheter, which I'm indicating strongly with my hand and swizzle stick, catheter goes into the uterus. And it was not a swizzle stick. It wasn't like a like a bar, like a fucking stool. But it's drink up there. Exactly. It, that's what it felt like because she fed it through the catheter and she like twirled it around yeah. and then pulled it out, pulled the catheter out. Basically, she was it was um, collecting a sample of my endometrium, which is my uterine lining. Um, to do they think that you also have endometriosis? No. Um, what they were checking for was because my because my uterus was it. If you have not listened to the PCOS episode, TLDR, I've had my period for seven months. And I decided to pursue why that was happening. So, yes. Um, So, because my uterus has been, like, producing so much lining, they were like, we need to check. Because, like, rapid cell growth is, like, where cancer Mm -hmm. comes from. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, we need to check for endometrial cancer. (sighs) Yeah. I have not gotten a result, but my doctor said that my chances are like 1%. Okay. Yeah. She was like, like, don't you, you just saying that, like there are so many forms of cancer that someone with a uterus and a vagina can get. And yet we are still in conversation about being able to access medical care yeah for all of those things not just as fat people but like uterus havers yes yes uterus havers are fully up for debate so oh yeah no um 
And I didn't, even, I didn't know you could get endometrial cancer. Like literally, oh, yeah. the more you know is is star wiping above my head right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. And the reason I'm bringing it up, kind of like nonchalantly, is because I I talked to her about it before the procedure, being like, "What is the likelihood that I have this?" She was like, "Honestly, it's one percent." And if you were postmenopausal, I would say more like 5%. But because you're not postmenopausal, uh, I'd say 1%. And it is at the bottom of the list of things I am worried about. So I don't think it's cancer. But also, it's, it's, it's amazing that you have a provider who is also running a test for the bottom of the things that yeah. are no. for you. Yeah. And uh, as we've discussed, you know, fat folks are the most likely to get diagnosed with cancer in late stages. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. the fact that she preemptively is running a test that would let you know that is incredible. Like let's mm-hmm. give it up <laughs> to Dr. Stacy Brown. I am Bum. Dr. Stacy Brown's new hype person. <laughs> I mean, you know, we all need to do stuff during the quarantine, so Yeah. You might as well hype up a gyno. Yep. Um But um yeah, the other update is that I'm uh, nauseous all the time and have permanent heartburn and I hope it gets better and that's my update me too <laughs> remind me to tell you something when we're off mic okay cool yes um, about the heartburn well yeah. you know what I'll just this is a service announcement for all uh, the best thing you can take for heartburn is Gaviscon from England and I forget the specific reason why but my former roommate, who is an SLP, who, like, studies the effects of acid reflux on vocal folds, always said mm-hmm. that was the best thing to take. Oh, wow. So, the, again, now, the more you know Star is going over all of your heads. <laughs> yes. <laughs> From my yeah. head to yours. Thank um, you. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you have a rad as fuck doctor. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and and I, we will. I know that we don't have access to our Instagram. Oh, but they won't know about this until two weeks. I don't know. Bit. We'll figure out. I don't know. I mean, like, if you're listening to this and you're worried, then you can message me on Instagram. I'm at at that's amore. Um, but I'm I'm sure I'm. I'm sure I'm okay. <laughs> and if I'm not, I'll make it, I'll do something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I mean by do something, but. <laughs> I'll just do something. I'll climb a mountain. We'll, we'll be here for you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> but let me tell you, having a catheter put into your uterus Ugh. sucked. I can't imagine a situation in which it wouldn't suck. Yeah. That just sounds like Beautiful. it would be terrible. Yeah. I mean, the uterus is a, a weird and 
painful thing when you get to it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now I'm just searching Gaviscon. <laughs> Gaviscon. Yeah. Apparently you can get it on Amazon. So. Oh. What the this fuck? is also things I learned from my old roommate. Oh my god. Um, Kita, any updates on your on your friend? Honestly, I'm just living my life. Yeah. I mean, I turned 28 yesterday. Boop That's boop. about it. Yep. <laughs> boop, boop, we boop, have boop, not boop. all had quarantine birthdays. Yes. Yeah, man, and they're weird. It. I, mine went like much better than I expected it to. Like much better than I expected it to. I'm not gonna lie. I had like made peace with the fact that my 40th birthday, like I had. That sucks. That's a milestone it's birthday. It's a milestone birthday. And one day I will throw the 40th birthday that I never got. Um, yes. But, I mean, I really wanted to throw a jellical ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> because I am me and uh, I will not apologize. Um, but I really wanted to throw a jellical ball. And then when I was like, oh, uh, coronavirus is going to make that not happen. And then I was like... You know, it was because Maureen and I both have April birthdays and it was mm-hmm. like still early enough into it that it was like, you can't do anything. Do you know what I mean? Like it was still mm-hmm. literally I couldn't I couldn't occupy the same space as anyone except for Daniel. Right. But, yep. And so it ended up being so much more lovely than I would have ever expected because people did take time to mm-hmm. make sure they called, make sure they sent like really nice messages, like flowers, someone sent me f- like beautiful flowers. And like my best friend made um, like a basket of like mimosas and bought me brunch and like- That's so sweet. Like, like it, you know, it was really lovely. It was really yeah. lovely. It just, if you had asked me <laughs> on my 39th birthday what my 40th birthday would have looked like, it would have been very different, right? Like, yeah, right. And I do think there is something really lovely because we had all discussed this before we started recording of like better than expected. You know, there is, that's nice. In a world where every time you turn on news, every time you open your phone, every time you turn around, boo, there, there's something that you're like, no, why are you happening? It is right. nice to have that moment of better than expected. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's a nice note to end it on. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, um, if we're two weeks from now and we're still not into our accountant, you or <laughs> someone you know works for Instagram, hit us up. Okay, I will say the first thing that people that work at Instagram tell you is that I cannot help you. Because I know multiple people and I am not reaching out to them because I can only imagine the millions of people that are just like, yeah, no, we, we don't do that. We cannot help you. You know, but there like, has to be someone at Instagram. If you, yeah, if you are specifically in the Correct. security department exactly. at Instagram. Exactly. Please. <laughs> if you know how to undo our Iraqi hacking, 
please let us know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. Oh well, and this is a separate me being neurotic thing, but we tried out a new way of recording this week, and so if it sounds weird, then. You will know about it, but if it sounds great, we'll also know about it. So it'll either next time be the same or go back to how it was. I hope you enjoyed Yay. it either way. <laughs> yes. You sound like a, a flight attendant. And thank you for flying. Not on a hell airline. Airlines. Oh, damn. Can you imagine if we had a fucking airline? Oh, my God. Best fucking experience oh, ever. We would have, so, oh. first of all, we would have a Damn good food. We would have our food would be so good. It'd be so well and seasoned. The thickest fucking seeds. Such good seeds. I'm talking enough for you to sit. Share and a half. Ooh. Just fucking. You won't get up and have bruises on your hips or thighs. No, none of that. Just sit. No, it would be a, it would be a double wide plane, and I would yes. just it would it would conquer the skies. Conquer the that's, that's, that's the tagline. That is the tagline right there. Conquer the skies. I don't need to work in advertising to know that that is the tagline. Yeah. <laughs> fat out of hell airlines. Fucking battleship of a plane, baby. Also, <laughs> let's fucking go. So I think that is a t-shirt we're making. Fat out of hell airlines. airlines conquer the skies. Battle skies. And then just like a fuck off plane. Just a huge <laughs> plane. Yes. Oh With our God. little like radio tower over it. Oh, yes. Jesus Christ! Oh, my God. I see it so clear. Such oh. a such a clear vision. That was be- that was beautiful. That was a beautiful moment of creativity. I, oh. I know we were saying we were gonna end it, but I just have to post this question because we brought up airlines. Is anyone like mm-hmm. we've managed to figure out how to fly with a middle seat open for coronavirus, but could never do it for a fat person? Nope. Yep. Weird. Weird. Wow. I just think like coronavirus is just opening up a lot of like, you know, like, wow, when disabled people or fat people have been asking for this forever, suddenly all the skinny abled people are are fucking shook. But you found a way. You found a fucking way real quick, huh? Uh Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So okay, you know, we'll we'll leave you with that, listener. Yeah, ruminate, ruminate, conquer the skies, <laughs> listener, conquer, conquer the skies, the motherfucking skies. All right, uh, podcast babies, we love you. We hope we're seeing you on Instagram, but mm. you know, yes, we don't know. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> who knows? Conquer the skies and bye, bye, bye. Thanks so much for listening. You can find us on all the social media places as Fat Out of Hell Pod and all the podcast places as Fat Out of Hell. And you can shoot us an email at fatoutahellpod at gmail.com. Bye, babies. <laughs>